everybody, and welcome to another week of board shenanigans. As as always, I am joined by the venerable Reverend Brewer, a man sure sure to knuckle punch you up the whoopee cakes if you're left alone in the dark with him. And I'm here with Cody Jeems. People don't loathe him because he's unsightly. Now, don't get me wrong, he's fucking unsightly. That's just not why people loathe him. <laughs> and you're in for a very special episode of Board Shenanigans. Yes, a very restful episode of Board Shenanigans. I, I'm sure yes. you, you're all worn out from all those other episodes, so take a nice, easy rest. What do you mean by that? Why, the co- the co-creator of the To-Go series, we have Brent with us. So tell everybody hi, Brent. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and he does exactly as he's told. Yes, yes, that was my high. Man, I, I only rate that high at uh, 47 gnomes. Oh, uh, well, I'm sorry. My, I really don't want to get my kid into a, into a frenzy. And, up oh, there he is crying outside the door. But I, I just don't want to yell, hey. I, you don't have to yell, hey. I mean, if that's what bothers him, you could just yell you know, greetings or salutations or, or you know, whatever. Titty sprinkles. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the great, the great greeting of titty sprinkles, known, known far and wide from where it, whence it hailed from the land of Bangkok. <laughs> well, you know how it is. Sometimes the titty sprinkles just come on, come on to you, and you don't really know what to, what to do. <laughs> Instead of Christmas carolers, what if you just had titty sprinklers at your door? How would you react to this? Well, I, I got a question. Where do you sign up? I've got a question for you. Um, do you think that a pregnant woman as a stripper would make a titty sprinkler? Ooh, that's a that, that's a thinker. She's up on stage. She's jiggling well, her whatnots. They squish. All of a sudden, it's the. I mean, no one's done the titty sprinkler since you know the late seventies. So I think it's went out of fashion. It's all about twerking <laughs> nowadays, Brent. Ah, yes. Yeah, somewhere there's some there's some old lady like vehemently hating the twerking because she remembers when titty titty sprinkling was a thing. She remembers whenever the guys loved her for that. Yeah. She remembers, and we thank your mom for listening to this episode of that show. <laughs> I don't really know whose mom I was talking about. I just said that. Wasn't okay, Cody. Uh, okay, don't, don't you don't have to try so hard. It's just a regular episode of Board Shenanigans, but there's a third person here. I mean, it's no different, man. Well, I guess since nothing is different, Brewer and Brent, anything wonderful and/or exciting happened to you two lately? Well, um, I, I guess it'll be this week. Um, this week in Shatner is what's what new and exciting happened to me. I have all your Shatner-related gossip and/or news. Oh, did did you get well, to don't go? Don't leave us hanging. Well, first of all, um, I went and saw his uh, one-man show on which they showed in the movie theaters, which he does on Broadway. And also, I because of this, he has been promoting it across the the, the potosphere. So I heard uh, not one but two podcasts with William Shatner, and he seems a bit confused by the concept of podcasting. The first one uh, I was doing was Nerdist where he still kept calling it a blog. At least he made that jump. And, and then um, at, at Brent's um, uh, informing me of... Is that a saying? Probably not. <laughs> it is now. At Brent's informing me of, uh, also uh, uh, Chris Jericho's podcast. I heard him on there. And, you know, they didn't cover a lot of the same material. So he, he's got a lot up there in the head. That's um, one thing that I've learned about uh, Chris Jericho's podcast on that is he really doesn't ask the same questions. Yeah, yeah, like as far yeah, he asked on Nerdist. Um, on Nerdist, it almost ended up being uh, William Shatner interviewing Chris Hardwick because <laughs> but some interesting pieces of knowledge that um, you we may not have known that I've learned. 
his his famous Rocket Man video that we all know and love. Apparently, that just kind of happened. Like it wasn't meant to be a thing. Like he just went in there like ill prepared, and just that's what came out. And he thought it was going to exist on the show when they be done and not spread around the world. Like it it was the first viral video, I think. So I like I liked hearing about the fact that uh, after Star what was it Star Trek Two the movie um, they burned down the set um, because they weren't yeah. going to make another one, and then they. Oh, year later. Hey, Star Star Trek three, let's go. And they they burnt down the set on that one. And then Star Trek four, and they burnt down the set on the, they burned down the set because they thought we're not going to do another one. So fuck it. Yeah, and then well, that seems to be the tragedy that has faced us Trekkies for years of no one believing in it. Well, it's because they and, keep and now burning down the Pine. set. Yeah, I know, and they're still burning it down. <laughs> but this, but this time with just bad movies, no longer with uh, actual set burning. Exactly. If only I, I would say they should burn it down now. But it looks like I don't know if anything there is flammable anymore, including the people. <laughs> flammable people. I don't know. Hey, lens flares I catch was, on fire. I wasn't the one that made the burning people joke for a change. Yes. You know that's a good point. Uh, you definitely are the one that always goes directly to to you know human candles. Okay, well, um, there's a episode a that has yet to be released on the To Go series, so y'all get to hear about it. But y'all get to find out how horrible of a human being I really am. This isn't news to anybody that actually knows, Brent. Or, or anyway. even listened to an episode prior to this one, I don't think. Well, I've only been on one other episode with both of you, if I remember correctly. Um, maybe. Could have been two. No, I think it's one. I'm pretty sure you, you, you've maybe only we tr- ever been on one. Uh, maybe we. Tr- yeah, I guess we tried for a couple. Uh, anywho, whatever. And we had Megatron porn. Oh, we, Megatron we, porn. <laughs> we, we did, in fact, have Megatron porn. You know how it is. Brent shows up. There's a three-way Megatron porn gets pulled out. You always know how oh, it yeah, goes. Yeah. I'm glad to hear y'all quit talking about uh, us three in a threesome. Uh, that that was great to not hear about anymore. Well, I guess you raise a valid point. So I guess now that we're here, um, guys want to start a three-way? I'm out. I mean, it, it sounds a bit like this is something he's been wishing. He's like, you know, if I just bring up the fact that they haven't been talking about this and so excited, oh, they'll have to do it again to make me mad, and then I'll have something to jerk off to when I'm listening. I, I understand. A, a lot like how Ernie can only, you know, have sex when he hears his name mentioned. Hey, Ernie, and I'm, the I'm guy talking to you always... right now. I'm the guy that's always driving in the car. We can pretend that and jerking off. No, uh, just just driving in the car. Every time you hit a driving in the car joke, I'm that guy driving in a car, wondering what, why y'all what are talking right to me. Well, right now I'm I'm sitting on a on a futon, but I have a Larry feeling Sanders. whenever I have a feeling whenever I hear this, I'll be sitting there driving in the car. So, hi, future Brent. Uh, have a great fucking day. I, I guess for that matter, we, we could say hi to all of us in the future because this is probably not going to get released for uh, at least at least one week, maybe two. So, hey, hey, Brewer, I see you're editing this episode. My, my, you've waited very long to do this. You really should do these much earlier in the week. Yes, yes, I know, it's hard work, and occasionally you're just too lazy to download a file. But get your act together, man. Seriously. Oh, and uh, you're running low on, on your beverage. Go into the kitchen and get a new one. Giggity, giggity. <laughs> hey, Cody. Hey, Cody. I see that you're listening to this episode so that you can tell Brewer what, what your perspective of is as he doesn't want to listen to it since he edited it and had to live with it for that long. So uh, I see you listening to yourself 
with yourself, trying to separate yourself from yourself where your own self should be. And it seems narcissistic as hell, and it's a really weird experience, but you've kind of become numb to it until you have to explain it to anybody else, let alone the entire listening base. So yes, shocker people, I listened to the, the episode for quality control, and I know what you're thinking. Holy fuck, this is as good as it gets? Yep, sorry. Well, you know, that that's why I... Sure, that's the reason I'll go with. That's the reason why I wait this long to edit them, so he doesn't have a chance to hear them prior to their release, so he could be just as surprised as the rest of you. <laughs> like, you blame it on me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's the truth. Sure. Oh, so what about you, Brent? you have any wonderful, exciting sniglets to share with the people? Um, sniglets? Sniglets. Yeah, share your sniglets. Show me your sniglets. <laughs> Take not, it off! Like it's... <laughs> it's before you poppycock out. It's when you're like, it's when it's flaccid. So, like, what? About, tell us about your sniglets. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, those sniglets. Ah, okay. Well, um, let's see. There's, There's more than a one giant. <laughs> There's a giant dust storm going outside right now. Uh, that's... Yeah, I was I was gonna try to maybe make a small joke about that because I don't know if you were aware of this, Cody, being not in the city, but it kind of looks a, a bit picture. like the apocalypse outside. Yeah, it's it's very orange and and um, f- filled with dirt, and p- people are running in dread. Um, I kind of want to go get an entire getup, kind of like Leloya or whatever it was, and uh, just go outside, walking up and down streets, see what people think. Ah, oh, nice callback. Oh, what what was that? Are you are you mentioning some sort of pervert that lives in the woods? Who says he's a pervert in in Switzerland? You you know what? I that, remember flowers. <laughs> flowers mean you're a pervert, right? And, and walks the same path every day. <laughs> Which I forgot about until you mentioned that, so <laughs> Oh, what what episode was that? Oh I'll tell you. Um <laughs> oh. Hey Lelion or Leloyan or whatever your name actually was, I don't remember. Do, do you or feel something? that yeah. you don't like to be called a pervert? Would you like would you like to come on the show and dispute being called a pervert or are you in fact a giant pervert and want to tell everybody about your perverted ways? Get in contact with us at boardshenanigans at gmail.com or on our Facebook page or on our Twitter that we rarely check. Any of those things and we'd love to have you on. Do you hate us for calling you a pervert or does anybody else out there hate us? Send your hate mail our direction. Like we always say and no one ever sends. The meanest, the meanest hate mail gets to get read on the air. Or at this point, any hate mail gets to be read on the air. Well, that, that or brings me up. Send us a, a what's up. <laughs> Speaking of perverts, uh, that this just made me think of yes. this a couple of days ago. Y'all were talking about in the most recent podcast how Han Solo is a huge pervert because him and Chewbacca um, make Wookie, uh, and y'all implied a homosexual relationship. So. That made me think of something. Ryan, where does it say that Chewbacca is a guy? I'm sure they refer to him as him at some point in time in the show. Well, e- I, don't, e- I don't know. Cody, I think this is more your your domain, be, being the, the Warzy over there. I actually just love the fact that he took issue with the fact, like, no, 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 no. They have a inter interspecies, like, heterosexual relationship. They That's can't what it says homo- in the Bible! They can't have an interspecies homosexual relationship. Well, y'all were- Wookiees and humans! Y'all were bagging on him for being homosexual. It, it wasn't anything bad. Though. I wasn't bagging on him. I- I'm completely fine with their, with their homosexual interspecies erotica. I mean, it, as long as it's, you know, between, you know, two consenting, uh, sentient species, I think it's fine. But here's a, here's a question. I do like the fact, though, that, uh, yeah. 
we don't really, we don't really, we don't really know what Chewie is. Does he just have a really furry pussy? I just really like that whole thing. Yes, it, it's hilarious. like you never see the bulge. You never I, see sure. a bulge on Chewie ever. I mean, yeah, sure, you could just pull up the fur and all, maybe it's just a tiny baby penis or maybe it's just a really hairy vagina. Who knows? <laughs> And if you would like to name your band Wookie Pussy, feel free to do that. And we just want credit for coming up with it first. What would what would their main? What kind uh, of band would they be? A, a hair band? Uh, it'd have to be a punk band. It'd have to be a punk band. I, I would, I, I'm with you, Britt. It's definitely hair metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm de- yeah. That's obviously, man. Come on. <laughs> Though I would love to see like like the glam rock version of like. Wookies, like Wookie glam rock. <laughs> were they like, were, were they like dye, like they dye their hair all weird colors all, all over their body? Um, you, you know what would be funny? They were like all frosty. Like out. What would be funny would be a a, a uh, Wookie sex tape. Because think about it, you've got the you've got Chewbacca. He he does that thing. I can't do it, but just, just imagine how much tongue power that must need. That would be amazing to see a lesbian Chewbacca or whatever the hell they are, Wookiee sex tape. Wookiee. Can you imagine what it would sound like, though? <laughs> sound like a car crusher somewhere? Yeah. If you had it turned up too loud, every stray dog in the neighborhood would be, like, fucking coming to your door to see what's going on. Oh, they, they, they'd be outside with their rolls of toilet paper and and, and and towels. Just be like, oh, God, what's going on there? Like, no, no, it's not for, it's not you for your kind. It's not for my kind either. So, what's Wookiee style? Ooh, that's a good point. Once again, I think we're, I think we're still talking about 80s porn. Um... <laughs> These are very simple questions. <laughs> Wookie style is where, where first first what you do is um, you go five years without shaving. Uh, Brent, you go ten years. <laughs> Fuck you. And then you get it on with a partner of the same. Well, I, I guess Wookie style could be when you let the other person win. <laughs> uh, I, I was uh, thinking, or you ri- you rip you rip their arms and legs from their socket. That too. I was thinking you'd have to grab the hair, pull it to the side. And then enter at whatever position uh, allows you to. Go, go slower. Go slower. Say it slower. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, so I guess this really puts a whole new spin with Wookiee sex to being a scruffy nerf herder, huh? <laughs> well, that, that's a specific kind. Kind of like, you know, we have bears here. Uh, Wookiees go to uh, scruffy nerf herder bars. And, oh, gotcha. And um, they, they, they call their boyfriends um, Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, if you call a Wookiee a Jar Jar in public, you're going to get your ass beat. And then you might get your ass beat. That's a whole different kind of bar. <laughs> uh, Matt, Cece, do, would you like to throw in your input on, on Wookiee sex in, in the uh, galaxy far away? Please let us know, because these kinds of things are important to us. Uh, Jared, would you like to wake up from your from your nap after the theme song to, to put anything out there for us? Hey, so, I, I just, <laughs> I saw this today and I thought that y'all would actually laugh your asses off too. Speaking of uh, Star Wars and Galaxy Far, Far Away, did you know that if you watch uh, The Phantom Menace, you see members of E.T. species, um, part of the Galactic Senate, and if you... 
or in this, there's a scene from E.T. whenever he sees a child dressed as Yoda, and he follows that child home while saying, home, home. So, I mean, in all reality, E.T. wasn't that far away, and neither were the, uh, neither was Star Wars. You know, in the new Star Trek movie, like, in one of the scenes where there's, like, uh, asteroid debris going by, there's an R2-D2 in it. I'm blissfully ignorant of that. Oh, I'm just letting you know. You also know that they fucked up, and there's the California state flag in the area where it should be the Federation flag, right? Yeah. Did you know that Doc? Did you know that Doc Brown in uh, Back to the Future wanted to die? Think about it. He he never tested the DeLorean and was shocked when it worked. He drove it directly at himself. It with not knowing that it was going to work. What else would you think? I mean, they would think, hey, freak accident kills the or kills the Doc. And in reality, he just wanted to kill himself. Yeah, damn it, Barry, I just want to die. <laughs> no, you can't know too much about your own future, so I'll stop it. <laughs> uh, so do you know Scrooge McDuck's uh, worth? Someone actually calculated Scrooge McDuck's worth. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I have. He's the the richest uh, uh, cartoon character, I believe. Uh, or more richest character rich, in fiction, yeah. He's the richest purchased person ever. He's worth uh, seventeen trillion one hundred and thirty five thousand uh, billion fifty million ten thousand eight hundred and sixty four dollars and twenty seven cents, according to uh, his how big his bolt is. That's yeah, a lot saying, of this cash. This is like in For- Forbes, I think, right? I think so. I know I saw it was in a list that, that, that I believe um, they calculated uh, Bruce Wayne and uh, Tony Stark in there and, um, oh, Twilight Vampire. Uh, you mean Sparkly Print, Fairy. A, a font of useful information. Yes, yes. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but how how did Scrooge McDuck amass this fortune? I mean, it had to be through, like, cutthroat, cutthroat ethics and just a pure, you know, pure corporate takeover, right? No, no. Uh, he married the goose with the golden egg. Oh, nice. Huh. Uh, married or is holding hostage? Oh, very good I point. Mean, I mean, I've never seen a wife, and I and I watched a lot of uh, him when I was a child. Well, would what, you show, show off called? your wife if she had, or if she was out there sticking her tail feather up and and just pooping out gold? Yes, yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> because that's a skill. <laughs> Well, it's not really a skill. You uh, could take a pill to do that. No, no. Not, not only does that make you money in its own in its own right, but putting that on TV makes money. You, you get like a double whammy. It's like, hey, watch my wife shit gold. <laughs> I guess like your shit literally wouldn't stink anymore, right? I mean, it'd just oh, be no. like your shit would smell, right? It would be two girls, one yeah, cup yeah, to a totally no. different degree. I'm going to make it golden hail. <laughs> <laughs> There's gold in that there ass. <laughs> The only bird shit that you wouldn't mind on your car. Or on your face, for that matter. What would you do if you walked out to your... What would you walk out if you walked out to your car and it's just covered in gold bird shit? Like, how would you Start react? Start scraping? I mean, personally, yeah, that's what I... I wouldn't have any paint left on my truck. Yeah, you would. You'd have, like, the best quality paint after you scraped all that gold off of it. You'd probably just coat... You'd gold plate your truck. I'd probably find the bird and make it shit on it some more, because obviously it likes your truck. Oh... Uh... So, speaking of shit that's yes. come out of nowhere, and uh, I don't know a better way to segue into this, so fuck it. Um, and the news is going crazy about it, and it's the playoffs, and as a sports writer for what? Oh yes, yeah, Texas fandom, I uh, feel that I'm obligated to comment on this. So, uh, the whole thing with uh, Donald Sterling, for the two of you people that don't know what's going on or hate sports, Donald Sterling's the multi-billionaire owner of the Los Angeles Clippers of the NBA. 
uh, his ex girlfriend or what a mistress, whatever that he was cheating on his wife with, released all these tapes of, of him saying somewhat racist things. I mean, I listened to about ten minutes of it. I didn't see anything. I mean, it was. I'm not. I'm white, so I know that I have a. I can't see it, but just kind of inappropriate shit, and the it has hit the fan in every sense of the word. Um, his players, who are currently in the playoffs as a contender to win the entire thing, uh, this is like one of the first years and the first times in a long in recent memory and in a long time that the Clippers have actually been a good team at all, and they've been pretty good for a couple of years now. But anyway. His players have protested him. Uh, the NBA today actually announced that he is banned from the NBA for life. From henceforth, he's not allowed to go to any NBA functions, even though he's an owner. And uh, everybody is freaking out about how horrible and terrible this was. And what? And I've got a, I've kind of got an issue with this. And here's where I sound like the fucking racist white guy, but I don't really care. Okay, so. It seems that we're so hell-bent and determined to protect freedom of speech as long as we like what it says. If we don't like what it says, well then by God you would get to lose everything. So what we've, what they're managing to do or what they're expecting to do is all the other NBA owners are going to force him to sell his, to sell his team. They're basically going to boycott or force him out to sell his team. As they don't want him to, they don't want to be associated with him. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna employ mostly black people or mostly multi I can't even say mostly black people because honestly the NBA is the most uh, diverse worldwide sport there is and if you're gonna if you're gonna except for white people because we know they can't jump well I mean it, it literally is an international sport I mean everybody from everywhere plays on it but anyway so if you're gonna if you're gonna employ or exist even in that world of just multiple nations and multiple people of multiple colors, and you want to be a racist bigot, well then, by God, you can be a racist bigot, and you can have people not care for you, and you can say whatever the fuck you want to. Granted, it's not a good business tactic. I can't say that it's going to make anybody really super happy, but it's your prerogative, and it's your right. I don't think that you get to... I don't think that it's fair to force... To force him out of his out of something that he purchased, I don't think it's fair for. And it's like he can't discipline his employees, or he's not going to because everybody everybody's going to take it as pure racism. Whereas all those players that protested, which what they did to protest was they all wore their jerseys inside out. So they like they all walked to the center court. They took their they took their warm up their warm up stuff off, and they all wore their jerseys inside out. So that it and that was their protest. Every one of those motherfuckers are going to cash a paycheck. Every single one of them, and it has his name on it. So if you, if somebody really had an issue with it, and I'm going to take Chris Paul for instance, which again, for those of you not in the know, he's the best point guard in the league. He plays on the Clippers. He's going to go down, to, going to go to the Hall of Fame. Fantastic player. I don't know what his position is, but this is my this is my for instance. If he truly, oh, he's a black guy by the way. So if uh, if he truly had an issue with this. He should have opted out of his contract. If he was really this upset by it and this pissed him off that bad and he really wanted to make a statement about it, I'm done. I'll quit. I don't care. I don't care that my team's in the playoffs. I don't care that this is my chance to get a ring. I don't care that this is everything that my career stands for. My ethics mean more than this. I'm quitting. And he would guarantee you get a contract on another team because he's that good. Nobody's going to say no to him. 
So if he would have walked away from the money, that would have made a louder statement than doing their little little frat boy, we're going to have a protest thing. And again, yes, I disagree with what he said. And I don't know that it, how... I don't know how much of it was agged on. I don't know the situation. I do know that everyone's focusing a lot of attention on him, and nobody's paying any attention to the fact that his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or whatever is extorting the fuck out of him. Nobody that seems to have gotten a free pass just because this guy's this guy's a racist Hold or on. whatever. There's something even worse about his girlfriend: the fact that his girlfriend is half Latina, half black, and he's been plowing her is a problem all on its own she's a gold digging hoe and all of a sudden it's oh well you said some bad things about how you didn't uh want me hanging out with black people okay well you're you're gonna go hook up with all these team members i don't want you hanging out with my team member either and he she may have coerced him into saying it in a horrible way but i mean it's it's bullshit that he's obviously attracted to her so how is he racist i mean it, it's dumb I, I don't understand like one they're making a way bigger and they're making a huge deal out of it but it, i just think it's ridiculous that somebody can be ostracized to such a degree and if you don't if you really disagree with him that bad don't work for the guy it's he's still allowed to be as to have his own personal beliefs as much as he wants to i mean if if he wants to and it's not like he went Archie Bunker. I mean, if he would have went Archie Bunker and went really nuts, then I think we might have something really worth talking about here. Or might have something to, okay, I can see the upset point. But granted, as I'm saying this, I realize that I'm a lower middle class white person. I have no idea what it's like to be called to be called that. I mean, I, that's my out, I guess. But beyond that, I just, I, I think it's ridiculous that... We're so, like, everything has to be so politically correct, and we're so quick to jump on... <laughs> everything doesn't have to be politically correct, per se. You have to be politically correct if you're a white person. Well, the, what I, like mean, so, I mean by I, that I, is, uh, guaranteed, all of these people that are, uh... Okay, so you you have to be politically correct if you're a white person, regardless. But guaranteed, every single one of these fuckers that are on his team, or every single person in the NBA that is black, is saying ten times worse things, a hundred times worse things, to each other, and none of them will be banned for a day, yet alone for life. And this is a man who has had a career as the longest owned, or the has owned the business the longest or owned the franchise for the longest of any of the franchise owners and has done good things with it here recently but no one will care about it yeah i mean like i haven't i haven't heard what he said i i've heard what snoop dogg said but i haven't heard what what this guy said but you know i mean I, I guess you know, the right to free speech only protects you from the government. It doesn't protect you from anybody else. You know, it just says that the government can't, you know, arrest you for you being, you know, you know, saying something like a jackass. And I mean, I guess if everybody else thinks you're a jackass, they can tell you to like, here's the door. We but don't want, we don't want your kind bullshit. around my, here. My, it's just, my problem. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Brent. It, it's just bullshit that they can. Uh, that they can sit there and say the words themselves, say worse words themselves against every other race, re, uh, creed, whatever, religion, they can say it themselves, but the second a white person says it, it's a problem. It's bullshit. Well, I mean, I think that's, I mean, I think that's definitely something I've 
I've preached on here before, is that once we start fearing words is when the real problem starts. It's not what the words mean. It's not how they mean. It's it's that we've decided that this word needs to be feared. Because uh-huh. you can say anything with the right connotation and it mean anything. Like, you know what? I don't I don't hate them flip-flops, man. I hate them flip-flops. Fuck them. And by flip-flops, I mean black people. I think we should be open yeah. to say anything to anybody. If, if I could walk down the street and call a black guy a bad word... And then go call an Asian guy a bad word, and at the same time they turn around and say, "Oh, you stupid cracker," or something like that. Cool, I'm happy with it. If everybody's saying it, then eventually it goes away because it, no one cares about it anymore. It's just like how y'all were talking about how did bad words come about? Bad words become taboo. Well, <laughs> if everybody's sitting there saying the bad words, then there are no more bad words. The bad words have gone. Yeah, like so, yeah, it's. Uh- yeah, I think like my, biggest, three, my yeah. biggest problem with it is okay, fine. He said it. You can't take that away. From, you can't take that back. Whatever, however, they got misconstrued. Fine. That's what. Like he said it. Then there's no denying that that happened. But just the, the fallout that's happened behind it. Like one, the only person on on that team that. And I granted, I haven't. I've read a lot of this because it's kind of in my world, and I kind of absorb a lot of this. Plus, it's the fucking playoffs, which this kind of pisses me off that this is the best time to be a basketball fan right now, and we're going to be hearing about this the entire run of the playoffs. Not the fa- not the fact that we're having a hell of a hell of a playoff series going on right now. No, no, no. We're going to hear about this the entire rest of it, which is fucking horse shit. But, and the president needs to get involved and tell everybody all that. Like, th- that's all going to happen the rest of the playoffs, which sucks. You know what I but, would... You, you know what I would find more uh, infuriating than this in the playoffs and everything? The fact that you had a bona fide felon redneck piece of shit named Dog Chapman go out and talk about how he doesn't want his son his son was some nigger bitch as he so eloquently put it and he he's back in the spotlight everyone loves him again but a a successful businessman makes a bad a bad decision to his biracial girlfriend and everyone loses their minds i mean yeah i i think i think we should look at the connotation that it was all said like i haven't heard it cuz i Tried, I, I tried to find it now, but I couldn't do it while I was doing this episode because I don't have that good of internet. Dog's but, connotation was way worse than anything this guy could have said. And yeah, he I mean, thought like, he was cool like, with that uh, group, according to Dog. He thought he was cool with the black people to say those things. And it's like, no. Yeah, like, you're a redneck felon. There's nothing cool about it. Go go take your mullet elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I guess to put it in a similar idea um, of of saying something racist but having a completely different connotation. I have a black fr- I have a black friend. That's not the, the point of the story. But um, I, when I was talking really, to me him, too. you know, I, I, yeah, I was occasionally making a joke. You know, you know, just offhand joke. I'm like, hey, Toby, could you hand me that? And, you know, just as a joke. And he's like, oh, yes, a master, yes, a master. It's just you know, ha ha, tee hee hee, ho ho ho, right? You know, but yeah, I mean, so there, there's a difference between that connotation of like, oh look, oh, oh look, we're being cheeky and and saying something funny. I, and, and we all understand what's going on. I had a and, black friend, too, who said something kind of similar. Um, he was saying how, what is that, uh, Full House is super racist because the only black people, the only black uh, regulars on that show are Michelle's friends and how Danny Tanner must be racist, in uh, which which is kind of a 
interesting concept in its own. And my response, and this is a black guy, and he accepts this response because it's funny, is, um, well, all of the all the uh, black moms don't want to be around white men or white people in general because all the black dads took off with the fat, fat white chicks. And it was funny to me. And he laughed, so... yeah. So yeah, and, and I can see how something like that could be, any of these comments could be pulled out of context as someone just as walking by. So, like I said, I, I guess really is like, how did he mean it? Did he, was, was he saying it to his biracial girlfriend as, as a, you know, as a offhand remark or joke at the time? Or, and, and then he got like catfished or something? But, or, I don't trust you with these black people. That's pretty much it. Like, don't you think the fallout's a little excessive, though? Like, he's he owns the goddamn team, and he's banned. And they're probably, and more than likely, because that's the way the NBA works. Because basically, once you're under the NBA union, or once you're under the NBA umbrella, it's you know, all the owners kind of can majority vote and do various things. And they're... If it was really, if it was really, if they're going to do that, if they're going to push it that far to push him out of owning his own company, or I mean, his own, which is what it is, owning his own team, which is its own company, I mean, it's goddamn America. You're allowed to say shit and make poor decisions all the time. That's what it is. And like I, like I said before, I, I, I really, really think they're going a little too crazy with this because now, now it's like set the precedent of well. Despite whatever, and like, like, kind of like what you said. Okay, yes, freedom of speech does protect you from the government. Fine, that's fine. But I still think that everybody is entitled to their own opinion, right or wrong, in their own in their own private life. And you know what? If you want to be that, if if you really truly feel that way, outside, like in your own time, but you still hire you still hire black people to play for you who are the best players and you don't ever you know like you don't ever say anything derogatory to them and you still and you still sign them to a 17 million dollar contract well then how the fuck is that racist i don't understand that like but that's what he does in business and what he thinks in his private life is his private life because it's private and obviously this stuff got recorded and leaked and all this shit but I, I really, really think it sets a poor precedent where it's like, oh, no, 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 no. We don't really like what you said, so we're going to kick you out of the clubhouse. I, I really feel that way with it. I think it's gone well, way I too far. I mean, they're far. not stopping him. And, they're not stopping him from winning a team. They're just stopping him from being able to play, use his team in their league. I mean, he doesn't own the whole league or whatever it's called. Right, for yeah, basketball, I get so, that. I mean, I he can start that. his own, like, non-black league if he wants to or, or his, like – Black players, but people that hate them league, and he could play there, I, and no one would care. But I, I understand. I understand that they're just basically saying, "Hey, take your team." You know, they're pretty much going to force him out because it's like your 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 team is a commodity, and there's all these contracts, so it's easier for you to leave than for the entire team to go with you. I, I get that. I know that's what's probably going to happen. I mean, and this is all speculation at this point, but I'm almost certain that's what will happen is he'll sell, somebody else will take it over. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is they're not going to, like, just take it from him. I mean, they're going to be like, you have to to sell it or you can keep your team and whatever players stay with you and go play somewhere else. Or, you know, it could be three months from now and everybody will forget about it and they'll be like, why'd we ban you again? Oh, yeah, come go ahead. Come back. You're cool. I mean, with how media is, this is media. So media is just like that right now, where it will something bad will happen, and then five minutes later something else will happen, and people are so stupid and so fickle that they will jump from story to story to story to story to story to story, and you won't even remember what happened ten points ago. I mean, does anybody remember Benghazi well, at this point? Yeah, no shit. 
Oh, oh yeah, he, he he was that guy that played football in uh, Tennessee, how, right? How many people still pay attention to the IRS scandal that's still going on right now? Or the they're, fact that the NSA about... is still listening to us. Well, they're, they're one of our greatest listeners. <laughs> Anybody remember the stupid shit Bill Clinton did in his presidency? Anybody remember Paula Dean? I remember her butter. I mean, that that's kind of my point. Is do do you remember Paula Dean saying racist stuff back when she was in like back whenever she? Well, was no, in her because they kicked her out, 40s? just like they they want to do with this guy. I know they like... they forgot about her. They kicked her out, and now she's back. People forget. Guaranteed, a couple of years oh, from she now, back on the food no network? one or yeah, she's back on at Walmart. She's got her. Uh, she's starting to make TV appearances again. She's got a tour scheduled where she goes and cooks in front of a live audience and uh, then proceeds to just uh, inject the fat directly into them. It, it saves a lot of time. Yeah, it, it's like she, she goes in and she's like, this is how you can do it if you want to do it over time. Or we could take this handy-dandy IV and just shove it into you right now. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, I guess that, I mean, that's kind of the point. Is like, I mean, you know, for, for that matter, if, he's, if he still wants to have a basketball team, he'll still have one. I mean... I mean, he could just, he doesn't have to sell. He could stay in the background, just sign the paychecks and let someone else run it. And no one will ever have to know. Oh, bye-bye, Cody. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I guess we'll give him a minute and see if he comes back. No, fuck that. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that bitch. He's leaving our conversation. Fine, we're going to start our own pot. We're taking over. It's a coup. This is our show now. Uh, you're not as fun as Cody. I'm going. Bye. Well, fine. I'll just do my own show. All right. This week uh, in Ryan science. Ryan tooting his own horn. You know, I don't want to brag, but I could could if I wanted to. So, did you know that there's a website where you can go and customize and make your own gnomes? I did not. No. I, I have could. decided that for my birthday present, when I get the money, I am going to go and build my own gnome. And it's going to be epic. It's like build a bear but cooler? Yeah, because you get to build a gnome. I mean, I don't know how Wait, long is, is there a physical them. location you can go to to do this? Uh, no, it's all online. So, uh, I was really hoping you, like, just to see, like, video of you running around a store. Like, ooh, ooh, I need this little hat. And oh, 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 this would be so, oh, yeah, I need, I need some of these little signs for him to hold. Oh, yeah, what sign should he hold? Ooh, this one. I would, ooh. I would never be able to, uh, I would never leave. <laughs> and you? now we join Brent in, in, in the gnome warehouse. Hey, you know what? We're, we're gonna have to go and actually, uh, we're going to have to go join in together, and uh, th this is my Shark Tank idea. We're going to go in and make a build-your-own gnome building, and, and you go in, and you get your own uh, – you put everything in a stuffed form, and then you put it into a, a, a wood chipper, and it scans it, shreds it to pieces, and then two weeks later, you get your own ceramic gnome just like the one you just built that was fluffy. But you don't get the you don't get the fluffy one. You know, they, and they destroy shit. it to make sure you don't get it. It's like no no no, we could easily sell you this too, but we're just gonna destroy it. Some people just like to watch the world burn. Okay, so uh, this is this is a kind of a fun story too. But uh, I have gnomes in my house. He does. Shocker, right? Everybody's shocked. For the past couple of months, just weird shit's been happening. Like uh, two months ago, all of a sudden. Two gnomes just fly off the shelf and go directly into, or just hit the floor, and they're just sitting there. And me and Brandy are confused and just wondering what the hell is going on. Then, two, yesterday, 
which was a Monday for people who don't know, and I don't care to tell you the date because it's not that important. But, uh, but what, what anyway. episode of War Shenanigans went out? You could tell them that. Uh, it, it was uh, it was one of those episodes. Anyway, so yesterday I wake up, and me and Knight are in the living room. He's crawling around doing his thing, and all of a sudden I look down on the floor, and he is playing with a gnome. It's a gnome that was pushed back on the shelf that there was no way it could have gotten off the shelf. But he's sitting there playing with it. And I'm looking at him and he's looking at me and he's smiling as he's holding a gnome. And there's no way that gnome could have gotten off the shelf on its own. And he's not tall enough to reach that shelf. So I'm kind of freaked out about the gnomes at this moment. I think I need to get more to protect me. I think that'd probably be a good call. I mean, the more gnomes, the better. They'll, They'll protect you. Yeah, if if anybody tries to mess with my family, I mean, I've got a bunch of gnomes that are just going to attack them. Forward, charge the gnome brigade through volley and thunder, shock and shell, rode the six hundred. Could could you just imagine how much fun those uh, or how much fun a gnome cartoon, uh, a gnome cartoon about a war, a real war, not the Romeo and Juliet no more. I'm talking a real war between them and the flamingos, and just that would be epic. It's like the flamingo runs up there and just kicks the gnome over. The gnome takes its shovel, chops off the uh, flamingo's foot, and they beat the hell out of each other. The entire time that hey ha hoofy hey ha music's playing. Well, yeah, cause it's got to be flamingos because we don't want it to be you know politically incorrect and have it be lawn jockeys that they're fighting. <laughs> and, and and they because have to be. Because if we suggested uh, that idea, would we just be as bad as dude as the Clippers owner? Yeah, as dude. No, no, just dude. Just not not the dude. I'm sure he quite enjoys people of all races. But, yeah, you know, that would be... I, there's got to be at least, like, a, a, a Flash animation somewhere or something like this, right, though? Well, that maybe. Brent, doing. That, that's your job well, here at Board Shenanigans Empire. Funny uh, story. I just downloaded... Uh, well, I, I just liberated a copy of Adobe CS6, uh, including Flash. So I might have to do that. I might have to to brush off all my Flash skills and... Have uh, lawn gnomes versus uh, flamingos coming eventually. Yeah, and we'll I'm procrastinate on this worse than you on the podcast. Oh, don't worry, I'll, I'll poke at you every once in a while and remind you, like, hey, where's that at? Six months later, it'll have like two frames. And anyway, so hey, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, real, 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 real quick before we go nuts on that. Brent, is it that obvious in the podcast whenever we don't know what else to do and we go, hey, man, and go on something else? Is it as obvious out there as it is to us when we do it? Well, it sometimes it works, uh, especially when you go That was not the question. Like, the question uh, was, was it obvious or not? Eh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially when you go from something like uh, testicles to, hey, man, so uh, y'all hear about this really frivolous lawsuit here recently? What a frivolous lawsuit in America! Get right out of town, Duff. Well, I, this actually, is obviously it's kind false. Of in, it's kind of in Canada, so I mean. Oh well, it, that's obviously true. Then I mean, come on, the, those commies to the north. Okay, so uh, check out this lawsuit, and I, I kind of want to know what your opinions are. Um, a Canadian family whose 17-year-old son was knocked off his bike and killed by a driver who hit him um is being sued the uh the lady who hit him with his or while he was riding his bicycle and killed him and it was not her fault uh is suing the estate of the per of the kid that she killed 
um, because she suffered from emotional trauma based on the fact that she killed the kid and she cannot sleep at night anymore. So she kills him and she sues the family for $1.35 million. Million dollars or million, like, I don't know, francs or whatever Canadians have. No, uh, American dollars. 1.35 million American dollars. Is so what does that the, translate into Canadian money? Like 117 million like cups of uh, maple syrup, hockey pucks. Yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, all well, I know is it, it transfers to about 235.67432 million gnomes. Uh, uh, and, and I believe that's all. Yeah, right. That's my math. I want to say there's uh, 53 gnomes in in one uh, Canadian puck. So yeah. <laughs> unless you're unless you're going to French Canada, then everything gets kooky. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and there's and there's and there's what there's uh, thirteen pucks in, in a jar, and because that's the average weight of uh of, of their syrup. Yeah, so I think that's I think your math is correct. Then yeah. Hey, hey, listeners, are you tired of this Canadian math joke? Are you Canadian and ti- and really tired of this Canadian math joke? Would you like us no, to get Cody, on with the No, Cody, they're Canadian. Point? They're too polite to be angry. Well, we're not. We're gonna take our aggression out in a hockey rink. It's like, oh, oh, hey, like, oh, y- you know, I, I love it when they the Americans talk about us Canadians, no matter what it is. I, I just like knowing that they know we're here. Okay, okay. So, so back back to the lawsuit for a minute. Um, so she's suing. She killed him, and like we decided that it's not her fault. Like he just had his bike in the wrong place or whatever. And uh, she's suing the family. Because she killed the the kid and she's having a hard time with it, she's suing them. Yes, I, I mean, yes. this sounds a lot like I know there was. I don't know if they were actual uh, lawsuits or not, but it sounds a lot like uh, what the the American railroad industry went through. Because I know that they went through. Because you know, you, well, you know, it's hard to stop a train, so they they went through and added like the seats where they can swivel I thought, backwards. I thought it was hard to stop. I thought it was hard to stop a deer. And nothing ran like a train. No, oh, I I. I don't know. I, I thought it was hard to stop. I, I, sorry, I don't have my air conditioner and and farming equipment uh, slogans all matched in my brain. All What's I the best part is, of waking uh, up? A train's in your cup? Um, something to that effect, yeah. Fuck you, Cody. You stole my joke. <laughs> have it your train way? <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-mm, good or choo-choo good? Choo-choo good, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm done now that I think sorry, Cody's everybody. derailed, I'm going to try to get back on track. But yeah, so uh, I, I heard that they could they swap smokestacks, <laughs> coal chambers. Oh, I let's wrote. see if we can conduct ourselves, gentlemen. Oh. Yeah, let's let's get off our cabooses and get back to the show. <laughs> Full steam ahead. Yeah, and and hopefully this could be engineered somehow into an episode. Oh, sorry. Anyway, uh, put your cog back. Hold on. The well, I, I know it's like we're on pissing this. on the third rail here. This actually just <laughs> this this just made me think of something, and I have to ask you to. Um, okay, it's a it's a um, a psychopath question. You know the typical psychopath questions where they're like, oh, um, well, I'll ask them both. Uh, where uh, a woman goes to the funeral of her mother. At this funeral of her mother, she meets a man. They have a wild, uh, passionate night of lovemaking, and she absolutely falls head over heels for this guy. The next day, he has to leave out early, and they don't have time to meet up to exchange phone numbers, and the guy leaves, and she has no way of getting a hold of him. She doesn't know who he is. Three weeks later, she murders her sister. Why? She never liked that hateful bitch. 
always wanting everything she had. <laughs> well, no, it was obvious her mother just died. It favored her sister in the will. <laughs> Cody, your answer. Um, fuck, I don't know. The devil made her do it? I have no idea. Okay, so both of you think um, in a different frame, uh, different thought processes than a psychopath. In a psychopath's brain, there's actually only one logical answer. And logic dictates that the only reason that... Um, she killed her sister was because the mother or the mother obviously knew the gentleman. The guy obviously knew the family somehow. And by killing her sister at her sister's funeral, that man should show up. It's in logically the only real answer that makes sense. Well, he does seem to hang up, you know, hang around funerals for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He goes to the mother's funeral. Well, uh, so if she killed the, the sister, he, Logic dictates that she would he would go to the sister's funeral. No, oh, yeah, I mean because because well, he's obviously less a part of, to buy a vibrator. Well, well no, see, because because the, yeah, the reason probably, why he was there was but, obvious. He was obviously part of you know uh, Fred Phelps's uh, church, the, the the Five Points Church or whatever it was, and, and and so he was there protesting the funeral because her mother was a lesbian and um, so was her sister. So obviously he's going to be there. See, I thought this was going to be like one of those really fucked up things where it was like the man was actually her father or something. Nope. Uh, this was a uh this is actually a psychopath question they ask they asked all the murderers and crazy people in a uh inside of a prison this question and they all got it right they asked normal people on the street very few if any got it right the reason being is we're not programmed to think this what way. You, what would you do if you were the census taker guy and somebody got it right and it was just like your average person on the street? Like, what do you do in that situation? Or if it's the guy running the ice cream stand, then what do you do? Pro- probably the same thing that uh, Brandy's uh, work did whenever they asked me that question because I got it right. I don't know why I got it right. I just thought about it for like two seconds, and that was the only answer that made any sense. But they kind of looked at me like, Brandy, if you disappear, we know what happened. Well, I mean, obviously. I mean, out of all of us, I think I'm probably the best one to be the psychopath. Yeah, I'm, I'm, more, I'm probably more of a sociopath. <laughs> oh, okay, well, let's do the next. Uh, actually, I think that was the sociopath question. The psychopath question's next. Sorry. Okay, psychopath question. You have two trains. And this is what made me think yes, of this. You have, or you like have a trains. train, and it's going down the track. On one side of the track, there are five people tied to the track, and you're barreling right <laughs> toward them to kill them. I know exactly what on this the is. Second, <laughs> on the second side of the track, though, there's there's a... All you have to do is flip a switch, and you go barreling into the uh, other side, where it will kill one person who's tied to the track. Which do you do? Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm way informed on this because like, Cody, actually, I was gonna do this to you in the future. This exact same question. It's it's known as would you kill the fat man a lot of times. <laughs> um, but, so I'm gonna let you go first. Well, I guess the main question is, do I have a ridiculous mustache and am I twirling it? Yes. No. But anyway, you, you either kill five people or one people. You flip a switch. What do you do? Um, I guess one. I don't know. Okay, so you you flip the switch. Okay. Now, same scenario. You're, you're on the train, it's going really, really fast, you're on the top of the, the train, and uh, you, you see down the ra- way that there are five people tied to the track. This time, there's no second track, you're barreling towards those five people. But there's a man standing in front of you, of enormous girth. Ridiculously and, huge. like, unbelievable, like, a really, re- like, serial like crusher huge. Like a huge freaking guy. Yeah. 
And think of this more like a, like a trolley, like a San Francisco trolley kind of thing, more than like a yeah, more than a freight something train. Something more like that. Yeah. Yeah. So all you have to do is pick up the pipe beside you, crack him in the skull, and he falls forward, stopping the train with his enormous girth. So you just have to physically beat this man to death as he falls over. But it saves those five people. What do you do? I guess you start whacking. Yeah, but what about Would the fat man? <laughs> yeah, you, you're going to murder the fat man. It's like, oh God, I don't know what to do. I got to jerk off. <laughs> Whenever I'm in a hard situation, I must jerk off. Well, that's usually that's usually my go-to move. Like, sc- like If like, I can produce enough semen, that'll stop the track. <laughs> well, you know, like that's my natural instinct, you know. So there's there's like squids and they shoot ink and like there's porcupines and they, you know, they, they have quills and skunks shoot their, it's like the... The stench off. I just jerk off. That's what I do in precarious situations. God, imagine okay, if you were so getting your the... wallet taken and you just whipped it out and started jerking off. God, that'd be. Funny. They wouldn't take your wallet. Um. Yeah, I guess I just hit. The, I guess I'd kill the guy. Okay, so that's the psychopath thought process. It's um, most people. Whenever it's impersonal, like flipping a switch, they they can flip the switch no problem because it's an indirect uh, response. By actually having to physically murder the person to save the five, it, it make it makes more people uneasy about the thought of, well, now I have to kill this guy. I have to physically murder this man in order to save these five people. Maybe these five people aren't worth it. So yeah, but, that, but you're <laughs> still. I guess my whole thing on those. I mean, you know, and I know this is one of those mind checkers things, but. I mean, even if you didn't, you're still responsible. You're just as responsible in one regard as you are in the other regard. So, so yeah, what I know. But in one regard, you in one way you can tell the people I didn't or I couldn't uh, I couldn't kill a man to do you this. You can't tell them so, anything. They're dead. I mean, if you couldn't, if no, I'm saying uh, their families. In one way, all you have to say is there was nothing I could do because in all reality, most people aren't going to expect you to kill the fat guy. They aren't going to expect you to hit the fat guy. They aren't going to know that the fat guy was an option. Well, obviously the fat yeah, guy there was didn't nothing have a big I could lust do. for life if he's standing on a fucking train track. That's all I'm saying. Maybe you're well, doing him a favor. Yeah, it, it's normally posed as if like there's you're you're both on a bridge above the train track that runs underneath the track, and you push him off the bridge, and then he falls on the track and stops the, the train. So, so do I win? Do I do I get the grand prize or do I lose? I think you lose because it took you forever to decide. I mean, I, I I go with the the Spock theory of 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 this question of you know the, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. But could you could you find yourself could you afford yourself the the peace to kill the well, person? Well, see, this is, this is, is the, quest- the main point of the question. See, the problem with the the trolley experiment I always found is you have to you have to think of the trolley experiment in in its own self contained world like well like all thought experiments because once you start. You know, talk. You know, thinking about you know, family of 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 all those involved, and also uh, the laws of your country. That's when this experiment starts to kind of break down because you're like, well, yeah, I could have saved those five people, but but by doing nothing, you know, th- there might be a civil suit against me. But that's gonna, I'm gonna obviously gonna win that because they're gonna be like, well, I couldn't expect you. If, no one could expect you to kill a fat guy, but. Or then you're like, well, your honor, I saved five people by pushing this tra- this fat guy in front of the train. It's like, well, that doesn't count because, you know, they were preordained to die because it's, you know, obviously it wasn't your p- part to save them. So, so yeah, like, it, the problem with this is you have to think okay, of it well, self-contained or not. Okay, so let's let's do, say you're in the middle of the ocean, uh, maritime law, 
so basically there are no laws. And there's a train. And uh, – no. <laughs> and, and there is Damn those a... water trains. <laughs> They're always running off the track. A... Oh, God. Uh, well, it's a government it's conspiracy a that, than, uh, that they know trains can run on water, but they just – the government's hiding that from us because of big – it's a lot safer than the Malaysian Airlines. <laughs> oh, topical humor. Oh. We didn't even see anyway, where that so joke you... came from, and we sure don't know where it went. Too soon! Anyway. Okay, so say it's a similar scenario. You're in the middle of a... You're in the ocean, and uh, it, you're on a boat. There's a there's five people sitting in the middle of the ocean. It, it All that takes them is they just have to... Uh, they just have to swim to your boat. But they're surrounded by sharks at that particular moment. But there's a fat guy right next to you. You have a gun. All you have to do is kill the fat guy. He falls into the ocean. Their blood, or his blood goes with the ocean. The sharks go and eat the fat guy while the other people are to safety. Do you kill the fat guy? Or do you let the five people die? Why wouldn't you shoot the There's sh- no other choices. <laughs> there's no other choices. The gun is not, the gun does not have enough distance it's a little 22 it doesn't have enough distance gun. to hit the, ant- the, the, the sharks yes, are it doesn't have the vests. distance to hit the sharks because <laughs> to me if there was like before all the stipulations were put on you shoot the fucking sharks but since that's not allowed in this situation sure i guess shoot shoot the fat guy i suppose which it really sucks being a fat guy for these thought experiments you know, there's actually a whole th- realm of philosophy devoted to just these these question and and like how you're racist against the fat guy. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see if I can find that article real quick. Actually. Anyway. Uh, okay. So, uh, back to the the woman suing the family of the kid that she killed. What What are your thoughts? Well. Was the kid a fat guy that was trying to <laughs> stop the truck from hitting from hitting other children? Well, he was riding a bike, so I just assume that he wasn't fat. Hey, I, I've seen a lot of fat. <laughs> the last time I saw a fat man ride a bike, well, um, he made it like half a block, and this this apparently the kid had been riding for a while. You blatant sizes, and it's Canada, How dare not you America. Say such things against the horizontally challenged. Like down with you and your types. <laughs> I, I think it's a. I think as far as that question, the the non fat guy question, or maybe I don't know. We don't want to judge. There could be fat guys involved in the in, in the truck incident. Like, for all we know, the woman was actually a fat guy. But no, she's kind of skinny. No. Oh, I, there's actually a picture here of the kid. Um, yeah, a skinny little fella. Well, it was obviously a bad. That's why she's emotionally distraught because her truck wasn't stopped and the five other people died. Um, he wasn't fat <laughs> enough. No, um, I mean, I think it's almost in the exact same realm as far as to her suit as to, as to what I brought up in the trolley experiment of, you know, she, she's going to say that because she, what she's going to be claiming is, you know, that the, the parents could have taught their, their kid better than to not play in the street is what she's going to say. Well, it, it and, wasn't even that it, it was a freak, like the, it wasn't that he was playing in the street. It was just one of those things that out of nowhere happened no one's at fault because i mean the kid didn't drive right in front of the the uh, lady at the same time the lady didn't drive onto the sidewalk for the kid it was kind of just one of those okay he couldn't see her she couldn't see him and boom yeah which i mean so, so yeah it, it's like, a, i'm assuming her lawsuit is like said pretty much that it's emotional stress because of that and i mean i don't i don't know how canadian law works but I would assume it might in, in this, something to the effect of like you know well the, 
they're going to say, well, the pedestrian always has the right of way. But so, you know, I mean, yeah, I think it's definitely frivolous because, I mean, if, if, if anything, they, the parents should pay her and then she should have to pay them back. So I, I just to me, all I can think is, oh, the audacity to sue somebody after you took their child from them. Like, I, I just can't get past that. That, that's kind of where I'm at. It's, okay, well, you killed their kid. Yeah. Okay, you may be in a, you may have a lot of emotional distress for the fact that you killed someone, yes. But you took away their 16-year-old, 17-year-old son, whatever oh, wait, it was. Wait. You killed them. Oh, I, you know, in this entire thing, I was picturing like a 5-year-old or something. Or an, oh, a no, she also, apparently, she is suing the... A state of the 17-year-old boy that she killed and the 16 – there was apparently more than one 16-year-old that was also riding next to him that didn't die that she hit. So she hit multiple bikes and is suing all of them you know, because she has emotional distress. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I think when you're 17, you should know better than, you know, maybe look both ways. You know, check check what's around for sure, but – as, as far as I mean, I, I, I mean, I think the best she could from po- behind. Yeah, I think the best she could possibly do is like sue for damage to the truck. Would be the only thing. Like if she really felt the necessity for anything, that would probably be the extent of it. I could that I could even before throwing the case out because I'm like, well, I guess you know, at 17, you should know better. But I guess he's punished enough. So, I mean, you know, yeah, I think frivolous is just enough. But the whole matter should just be. Should just be dropped. I I don't know. I think I think it's pretty ridiculous myself. I mean, I, I think it. Like I said, I think it's really ostentatious. To ostentatious, that's the wrong word. Um, <laughs> I think it's really. I think it's really ridiculous. It's very gilded. Wait, wait, that's not right either. <laughs> wait, it's, it's very inflatable. Yeah. Close. I'm just gonna say words now. Um, but I, I I just think it's ridiculous to do that to somebody after after I mean I would think the least you could do like okay fine whatever I've never been in this situation it's such a you know polarizing point of thought but I think the least you could do after something like that happened is to maybe just kindly and politely leave those people alone for the rest of your days. Yeah, I would say if anything, you need to go with the family and y'all work it out together. Because you killed their son in a freak accident, and at the same time, you're hurting because you killed their son. So both both sides are hurting. Why not go together and be like, "Look, I mean, I want I want to know more about the boy, and they want to get to know more about the person who killed him. That way, maybe they can find out that neither person was a bad person, and they can get their peace that way. But just, I mean, you." Why would you go after them, especially for that dollar amount? That is an ungodly amount of money. They should have countersued for stupid. <laughs> the, there's no law against stupid. Well, there Sadly. might need to be. Well, no, I disagree. <laughs> we might lose our podcast, Ryan, or Cody, and Ryan. No, no, no. I'm, I'm always the very intelligent one on the podcast. I'll just be doing my own by myself. Which, sp- speaking of us doing doing a show, um, and and. You know, I had a segue for this a long time ago, but it doesn't really work anymore. So, um, hey man, I don't know if you've heard the, the sad, depressing news that, that has rocked my world so, so very hardly over the last day. Uh, Craig Ferguson's leaving the Late Late Show. Oh man, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna spend your nights I, and weekends? I, 
I, I guess building a warrior robot race. Oh. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to be leaving in, in December. So there will be no, no more Ferg Burglar on the Late Late Show as of December. But it's not CBS kicking him out, and it's not because he's, like, pissed at CBS or anything. But apparently he's still going to be doing something with CBS, so it's not like no one's pissed at him. I guess he's going to have some sort of other show thing with them. And then, you know, there was talk of um, him hosting, like, a TV show version of that um, I Fucking Love Science uh, website. Right. And Facey Space thing. So he might be doing a science TV show. But, yeah. Which... Only person I watched and find somewhat enjoyable is Conan. The, the Destroyer, of course. Yes, Conan, the Destroyer. Confu- the Destroyer of late yeah, not night. Not to be confused with the librarian. <laughs> well, I would just like to officially throw my hat into the ring, and um, I, I guess Cody as my sidekick, um, because I talked first, and that's the way these things always seem to go. So yes, um, I, I think uh, board shenanigans should hit, should hit the, the visual medium. Because not only would our jokes be funny there, but if we could, you know, do silly faces and wear silly hats, I mean, obviously it's going to be much better. The the only problem with that particular thing is the second they turned on, saw your two ugly mugs, they would be like, never mind, this is, and turn this it is right late back late night off. television. No one's pretty there. What? The Letterman was on for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> and Larry King did have a show well, that for a was long back when, time, and he, that is not a pretty man. That was exactly. that was back whenever personality meant something. No one had these newfangled special effects. No, no I, I think comedy is the last realm where you can be ugly and succeed. Are you sure it's you not know? politics? Do they really because we've all seen so? Hillary Clinton, and we've all thought that. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, man! I, you don't even know. Like I, I, I sp- that's where I'm gonna spend my new nights doing jerking off pictures of Hillary Clinton. Good luck. <laughs> no, right? It's like, come on. Her, hey, that her husband couldn't even jerk off to her. Oh. That that's the way to master the Kama Sutra. <laughs> you, you sit there and you you have an erection for hours, just trying it to to get it over with, and it it just doesn't work. Oh yeah, so um, <laughs> Bill Clinton in fact invented tantric sex. Man, we're being very topical with our with our political humor, aren't we? <laughs> Are we going to throw an Al Gore invented the internet joke in here in a minute, or oh, maybe yeah, how it's a, Ross? It's a Perot... series of tubes. <laughs> no, he invented global warming, not the internet. Or maybe that Ross Perot's crazy, or like you know how Reagan defeated. You know that William Taft? They had to fly in a new bathtub and take out a wall just for him. Do, do I get it too soon? <laughs> I was laughing. I, I hear <laughs> too soon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I say bring back the bull moose party. <laughs> too soon. Oh man, that's funny. Whatever what happened to the Second Reich? Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I I believe I believe Hitler kicked it kicked it right into its uh in, into its sauerkraut. Well, I've he- I've heard of the First Reich and I've heard of the Third Reich. I, and it seems like they just kind of transitioned right into the from the first to the third. Well, it, it's it's kind of like the exact you know, reverse of like uh, uh, Star Trek movies. The the odd ones are always the better of them. Uh, so the fifth Reich's gonna be amazing. Oh well, that one that one's more scary. Well, amazing for the Germans, anyways. <laughs> it's gonna suck for Poland. Sorry, Poland. Yeah, which you know, like I I still maintain that you know World War Three could only be started by the Germans. They started the first. I don't two. know. I think the Russians are going to be the ones to start this one. No, it's, no, it's no, going to start World War III, since we're being topical for a second. It's us not getting our goddamn nose out of Russia's ass is what's going to start World War III. No, no, uh, the Cold no, War II. I... Um, 
<laughs> the quest for Curly's gold. <laughs> That's what Obama likes to, to call Putin, Curly. Uh. <laughs> I made myself laugh. It's <laughs> like, yeah, um, can you get me the Kremlin? Hey, Curly. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely seems like a, like a W thing, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they'll also either that or it's, it's Doctor Strange Love Two, um, even Stranger Love, Do- Doctor Strange Love Two, or or how I am now worrying and hate the bomb. But, oh, that was funny. Hopefully, do you disagree, listeners? Well, why don't you send us some hate mail and tell us just how unfunny we are and how untopical we are? Tell us how much we fail at being funny and being serious. Oh. Have you gained no new knowledge from this podcast? Let us know. Well, I have. Uh, what what, is, what new knowledge have you gained from this episode, Brent? Yeah. What have you well, learned I, on the show tonight, Brent? Well, I learned that Cody's, um, well, Cody's Cody, and that Ryan has an uh, unhealthy obsession with hating fat people. <laughs> I've heard, I've learned that Cody defends racists and Brewer loves fat people. Uh, <laughs> Man. <laughs> Okay, so if Cody, that's not the title for the show, I don't know what is. <laughs> Cody defends racist and Brewer loves fat people. Yeah. It might be well, the second longest title what did you we've learn ever about done. For me, you really, really like. Honestly, like you really like those "Am I crazy or am I not crazy?" quizzes because you always have one. Well, I'm well, here, Brent, the sad funny. thing is, the only reason I take most of them is someone brings it up to me because they were like, "Oh, I want to see if you can get this right." And nine times out of ten, I get them right. And it's like, fuck. But I didn't think I was crazy. There's there's that, Brent. And I know I sent you this, Cody, before. Oh, yeah, yeah, But yeah. Uh, uh, that's that's the uh, philosoph- uh, philosophyexperiments.com. Or philosophy experiments, I guess there's no S. Dot com. And then there's a dot com, too. Um, so, yeah, if you feel if you feel you would like to take the trolley experiment question on its on its own, um, go go for that. There's a few other ones on there. I know we're going to do a... We've planned to do an episode about this at some point in time. I was going to pose questions to Cody. Um, I've tried not to take some of these so I could do them myself, but... I have a feeling I'm going to take most of these. They're, they're pretty exciting. Um, they're, they're, the, the Should You Kill the Fat Man is the one you just posed. Worded a little bit better than you did, but other than that. and the, Anyway. <laughs> that's not hard. But... What were we talking about? <laughs> or that's going to be the name of this episode. What were we talking about? Yeah, you know, I got sidetracked when when you mentioned Brent likes quizzes, and I was like, ooh, the, I have this website, because I like philosophy. So, at, at one point in time, that was one of my many majors in college, was philosophy. But then I thought, why? And uh, I don't think I had a... I never had a major in college. But <laughs> but he had a couple have a minor of either. No, I actually had a minor, though, for about a year. Um, well, I think you have another minor now. I know! And he's almost—he's—he's he's about to turn of—he's about to turn of a, a number, a numerical age that is <laughs> <Woo>! real. <laughs> he, he's got out of the the abstract concepts. He's no longer pi. Oh boy, they were right. You know, a, a tangent is a her- terrible age. <laughs> Well, he's always been in, uh... <laughs> there was a point when he was imaginary, and that was good and bad. Well, he was, he was zero year, he was like 0.92 years old for forever, and he's got to be one. He wasn't a real number. Okay, Brett, roll with me on this, though, like, are 
You're not going to be those annoying ass people that are like, my kid's 36 months old. He's going to be fucking three, right? You're not going to be those people. I, yes. Please don't be those people. He's going to. No, he's no, going you, to you, be you one. To, you just run around telling people how many hours old he is. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell him how many gnomes old he is. Well, yeah, and, and then you're going to then you're going to convert them to hours. It's obviously going to be how many gnome gnome hours hours old he is. Get, gnomes get hours. per hour. How many gnomes can a uh, stripper strip in what plus a square root of a an imaginary flamingo per hour that that's what it is brit did you your, your track skipping know. do you realize that you're just saying nonsensical things <laughs> what nonsensical it made perfect sense you you just don't know gnomes um, i'm gonna go make a gnome now yeah <laughs> and by make a gnome we all know what that means oh no commonly it's referred to as dropping a deuce but <laughs> in prince household they call it making a gnome <laughs> actually i don't call it uh dropping a deuce or making a gnome i, I call it dropping off the cosby cosby kids at the pool you know what? Too That's soon. Rude. and we're gonna ban you from our from our podcast we're gonna ban you for life from our podcast you're not allowed to have your own opinion Fine. around here. I'll do the. I'll just do the to go episodes. Fuck this podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna start my own podcast with blackjack and hookers. <laughs> oh, indeed. Anyway, I guess we have. We, there's been two questions we haven't asked Brent. Uh, what do you think of the show? Um. Well, most of the time I sit and I listen to it. And by the end, I have no idea what either one of you have said. Um, Neither do we. Good. I'm just making sure of this. And uh, honestly, most of the time, from what I I have to listen to it three or four times, but it's not bad. And the second second question, how's your penis? Oh, um, you know, it's a little droopy right now. Hangs to the left. It's gotten really mad at my testicles lately and just keeps smacking them. And it, I mean... I just don't know what to do. You don't know what to do? It's maybe, yeah. Maybe give it a little collar, tie it down. Yeah. So, uh, I get, I, I think, I think the, uh, the gnomes are call, are calling, uh, both of us. So, uh, Brewer, do you have any, uh, last wonderful, illustrious words to leave the good people with? Anything that they just can't walk away from a BS without hearing your BS? Uh, uh, yes is the answer. I do have some words. I don't know if, if those words go in along with what you just said, but they are, um, when asked, which is the first commandment of all? Jesus answered, the first commandment of all, of all the commandments is, hear, O Israel, Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second commandment is namely this, thou shalt Crush your enemies. See them driven before you, and hear the lamentation of their women. <laughs> Amen. Good God, what are you doing? Put that down. Try something with more protein. I always use bspodcast.us or facebook.com slash shenanigans or on our iTunes feed. Now, why did I have my top off for this? That's right, that awkward situation where... Where an old friend posts posts a picture on the internets, and you're like, you get it? You start raising questions about their genitals, like, huh? I never knew that. I never thought I mean, of that. 
I mean, every time I see a picture of you on the internet, Cody, I raises questions about your genitals. I don't so, have to see a picture of you on the internet to raise questions about your genitals. I raise questions about my genitals daily. <laughs> he does. He, he he just and without pictures, he just goes up to people and is like, "Hey, what do you think of my genitals?" Oh, I thought he looked at them despondently and was like, "Why?" Ah, I see. He's raising Why? his own questions. Why? Why? There was yeah, time yeah. now. <laughs> time enough at last. I was alone. I could have done anything. <laughs> His wife walks in and it's like, why are you talking to your nuts? Well, <laughs> just because I have them, I guess that means I am them. That could have been told better. Well, you know. I was like, I'll probably, st- I don't know, that's pretty funny. I might stick it at the end by itself. I don't know. <laughs> You've got a lot of stuff to stick at the end. <laughs> and, then, and then it's also going to be really hard on this episode. You know how it is, whatever, you've got a lot of things to stick at the end. You notice everything Brent says gets st- stuck at the end. You're not special, you're just retarded. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're putting you at the back of the bus. <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway, alright, let's end this. Uh, okay. Three... Two, one. Your mother. Stop.